I'm Tony B. I'm B. And I'm Jen Bunny. And we are the, the group, group Chat Live. Hey y'all. I went to say it by y'all. myself. Oh my, oh my god. Here she go. Every fucking show she sings on the intro. You're gonna make an intro for us, okay? Yes, oh my gosh. Okay, if y'all don't notice, we y'all gonna notice on the audio because it's gonna be so good, but we in the studio. Shout yes. out to Max Match Box Productions and on the mute podcast for hooking this up for us. So we trying to give y'all a new vibe on a new season. So since we starting out. Chickens, Bunny, what you been doing? Um, I do want to say um a personal thank you to Tony because I have been having like a negative spirit. I don't know if I want to call it a negative spirit, but I just been waking up real negative. Like I just don't want to. I don't want to be bothered. So you know, I always try to leave it in the car, but lately I haven't been able to leave it in the car. So Tony is doing her 30, 31 days or thirty mm-hmm. days. 31. 31 days of mindful mindfulness mindfulness and she's been sending us texts in the morning and even on the days that I don't want to answer I just be like Ugh, I'm just so angry like I don't even know why I'm angry I just <laughs> up angry but she want to send this nice ass text message so I have to um I have to read it and I have to try to take in what she's saying so yeah I've been trying to work on my spirit lately like I don't know what it is about me being negative right now but I'm just I think it's a combination of things. Uh, With like your job. Devil like get thee behind me. And then kind of like Jeez, we. the love life thing. Yeah. <laughs> the no love life. Well, say. no, the thing that threw us all curve a curveball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, who, what a curveball. I knew, knew that DNA. <laughs> My daddy is that DNA. <laughs> So, I knew the DNA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he that definitely kind of. Oh, Jesus. That definitely kind of. Through a, a curveball. It's okay, yeah. friend. It's so many men in the sea. Girl, where they at then? Outside. <laughs> we inside. They is the not time. in the sea. Them fishes is <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no. The fish and are I don't in the want sky. them kind of fish. <laughs> With the men the just flying say fish. <laughs> The ghostly fish. <laughs> the, the dead fish are in the sky. Yeah. Lord, in Jesus. the sea. And uh-uh. Ain't none of that shit in the sea. They is married in the sea. They is... Mm. Uh, multiple baby mamas mul- in the sea. I w- hey, multiple baby mamas in the sea. I could deal with probably one or two baby mamas. Maybe. I don't even want to put that in the... Don't want to put that in the universe. Mm. Um, <laughs> and they is... What else in the sea? They is no man job. and Not consistent. Oh, okay. They don't even have an address, no primary okay. health care. It's so <gasps> They're much. liars. Oh. <laughs> Thank God for a friend. Thank God for a friend. I'm so upset that I be so angry with you because I hear the woes of my friends and I feel... It's like not a woe. I wouldn't say it's a woe. Like, I mean, because we all know, like, monogamy just ain't really my cup of tea right now anyway. That's but understandable. For me not to have nobody to fuck is just a whole different Whoa. issue. Like, that's just a whole different thing. Like, it's just like, what in the world is going on right now? So, yeah, that's just kind of... Maybe that's what I need, some new dick in my life. I don't know. Maybe I need some dick in my life. I need some. I need some dick in my life. Or some. I just wake up so negative. <laughs> <laughs> this girl is hurt. I did not know you was feeling like this, friend. I don't even know what it okay, is, though. Okay, for all her old booze that I ran off, come back. 
Oh, nigga. I no, didn't mean all the things to tell her to run away. I didn't mean to tell her to tell y'all all those evil things <laughs> or make her act those I ways. I don't know what it is. Come back but, to her because um, my friend is losing it. I am definitely... Um, well, you always have your safety net. I do. And he he is very... He's been very consistent lately. And... Um, For real? Yeah. So, I can't. I'm going to take back but one just, of those words I called him. I know. But I guess I was used to falling back where I was at. So, I mean... It's almost <sighs> Christmas time. That did something to her. Yeah, it did. Took did the dick soul. do something to me? No, I mean, Snatched the whole ending... Right the whole him. ending of it. Oh, yeah. But I think that it... Bothered you more than you are letting us know. I think that especially now, when you are used to talking to him and it's all really day and stuff you. like you that. You really liked mm-hmm. him, friend. I think that more than anything, it was like I. This has been kind of like a two year thing, and the way it kind oh, of ended, ended mm-hmm. it was like some. I know you're a, you're a good person, and I wouldn't mind having good people in my life. Mm-hmm. So, um. Yeah, to see you doing shows and stuff like that. Like, I'm not being able to support you like how I would want to mm-hmm. is, oh. is a bit different. Oh, we can't so. go to the shows tomorrow? Yeah, I'm definitely going to support. Go. Yeah, I'm oh. definitely going to still support. I can still support. go and see my friend. <laughs> I'm definitely going to always support. I'm definitely going to still... <laughs> I got so much to say. You know, say, send my normal text that I say, have a good show, be careful. I'm still going to do all what I've been doing because it wasn't the sex that made me do that in the first place. Well, it was number five on Summer's album, and I bet oh you won't goodness. go to another show again. Oh my I bet goodness! You won't go to another show. You won't show another space or nothing at that man. No, because uh, baby, when I'm gonna go, I'm gonna be looking like, huh? You gonna wish? <laughs> so, <laughs> be, what you wish. been up to? Uh, me, um, I do also want to say uh, thank you to Tony as well because I told you I was struggling with mental health. Um, the last episode um, was just not being into anything at that point. So I really am thankful. Uh, she heard our cries and she <laughs> was like, come on, we got to do something to get us out of this rut. <laughs> yes, Tony. Yes. And so I've been really um, appreciative of the, the mindfulness thing. I've been taking my um, health um and wellness more seriously as and also living a healthier lifestyle um i'm moving every day um i'm not going to just say it's for weight loss i just need a healthier lifestyle i just, think yeah. you just need a lifestyle yeah. change lifestyle it's just change. a life cha- lifestyle so right change. now i'm drinking coke and i haven't had soda but there's also hennessy on the table and i haven't had any so that's good baby steps. Yeah, baby, baby steps. steps. I'm so I probably proud. might take a little tiny itty bit, but I'm not. It's fine. You know, it's not. <laughs> my thing pressure. is, my thing is, I've learned that it's okay to indulge, but you don't have to overindulge. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was something like you can't overindulge into everything. If, if anything can be bad, drink too much water. That shit's gonna be bad. Mm-hmm. Like you, everything can be bad. I don't you think just that's don't. Too bad. Nigga, if you go in the ocean, you drink that water, you're dead. Not, not in the ocean, bitch. I'm just yeah, saying. Done. No, I'm just saying, like, if you're Skin. drowning and you're drinking um, that water, that's that you're gonna die. So I'm just saying, overindulging in anything, yeah. you can, it can all be always be bad. Uh, so taking a drink here and there is not gonna kill you. That's true. I met a new friend, and I wanted to ask you. I'm glad I brought this up because I I saw that he's following you too. So oh, I wanted geez. to know. Girl. 
Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> I wanted to know <laughs> if he had been DM because he's he has you know how they say your husband is in your inbox? And I just never pay attention to any of the people. <laughs> I'm sorry for those of you that keep DMing me. I mean... Yes, because her DMs be lit and my shit be whack. she and her not answering like she married with yes. her. Yes. 5K. Exactly. A little, a it's not answering. Not answering. Nerve. You got some nerves, sis. Yeah. Not so, answering. Acting like they knocking on their door daily. Um, and I don't understand why guys do things like that. Like, they would message me, they'd message her, or they'd message... To- like, I, we've had guys yeah. that try to talk Y'all to all so of us. Weird. That don't is- talk to all of us. I mean, we I'm do all give our different vibes. You see that I'm posting things with her. my inbox, and I thank God for that every We day. all give off different vibes, and I can understand why people like this us person. all. But... Oh, I don't... No, he's never been in, in your inbox? I don't know. Hold on. Let me look. Let me look at his let name. Me look. Let, let me look at his name. Um, does That's Facebook count? Because I think... Look, I think I seen him on okay, Facebook. Okay, why they trying to figure out if this yeah, nigga is three DMs, one DM, or no DMs. Aside from that, I've just been living and, you know, just trying to still figure out my purpose and just live a healthier lifestyle. And, so um... Yeah, There's that's an about it for me. You and yeah, that's all. What about you, Tony? Well, first of all, it's just been seven days, and I just already feeling the little shift of energy with us within the group. I did thirty-one days of mindfulness because y'all be over there cutting up, and I need you. to get my mind together. Mm-hmm. So we're doing thirty-one days of. Um, mindfulness, working out, and plus I want to be real, real fine for my birthday next month, so I'm also working out, and I'm not eating meat, and y'all pray for me. I haven't started working out tomorrow. I'm going to start the whole full throttle workout, and I'm afraid of that, but I am going to, um, I can't eat meat for 21 days, and y'all I want a chicken nugget. I want a beef. Well, Tony, when I did that, I did <laughs> I no nugget. meat, and then I did it only on one day of the week. And it was usually my Sunday. After my 21 days, it's going to be Thanksgiving, and then I'm going to be back on it again. Because I am seeing a difference. My stomach feel better, everything. With all my health <laughs> issues I had this year, and I you just can think have it's a good meatless thing. meat. Yeah, I did. I made meatless meat taco bowls on Friday. And I ate some fish this week. And I'm making salmon. Uh, tomorrow. You know uh-huh. what? I follow Joy Travis on um on oh, Instagram, and I love her YouTube. And so I was looking at some recipes that she do- does, and she puts her salmon in the air fryer. That's yep. So I, that's I, how I make I'm my going to salmon. do that. I'm going to do yeah, that. Yeah, that's how I make Carter so salmon. So it's been really interesting. I've actually um it's November, um my favorite yeah. time of year because my favorite holiday, which is Thanksgiving. He was in the DMs. Girl, April 19th. Okay, so let me put this disclaimer out. Y'all stop inboxing the both of them. Pick one. But it wasn't recent. Go one. It was April, 20, yeah. April 2019. Y'all just pick one. And all he did was like my picture. Y'all be real hot on the list for me to get no, y'all through the door. No, he did it because let me tell you what he said. He said, oh, I, can't I see you say you're sick. Oh, that was in 2016. Exactly. Uh, girl, <laughs> I was in a whole relationship. Exactly, girl. <laughs> This girl, heal my. Okay, we're gonna move on. Please pray for me on this show. And remember, falling in love with B is still going on. So make sure you DM me and Jennifer. We are looking for a nice young man for New Year's Eve or into the new year. For B, make sure you have a job. 
You make sure you have some purpose in life. Make sure you know the Lord. <laughs> and make yeah, sure... Yeah, ambition ain't gonna work. Huh? Ambition ain't gonna work. Ambition nah, is bitch. not enough for Brittany. I'm I so sorry. We, it's only so much me and Jennifer can really do to get y'all through the door. Ambition. Please work. make I sure see. you're not throwing up any signs in the pictures, holding any, any weapons, and do any drugs. And no, um, like what sure kind of drugs? As long as they don't like do cocaine. And just for me and heavily. Jen- <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> no bumping of the nose. <laughs> and um, just for me and Jennifer's own well being. Please don't be from the north side because we tired of dating people from over there having. Drive. You know what? So don't we not them little advertisements y'all be doing? I don't think they working because yeah, they, be, they work for us because then they asked us and then you know I've had two people say they've DM'd you and you don't answer back. Mm. What? When you show me your DM, I understand why she'll be going through those DMs within the next. I go. Week. I, I respond. Um. <sighs> okay. I so I want to also say this, and we can move on. But for some reason, when I was making out my Christmas list. You put a man on there. I put like all the people that I was had to buy gifts for this year, and I like randomly put boyfriend. So I don't know. Maybe I'll get one. And you and gonna, you gonna buy, buy him a, a gift? gift <laughs> if he buys me stuff, why wouldn't I get him anything? <laughs> Nick, oh well, I guess December y'all got a whole month. Well, yeah. make sure you tell him what kind of dates you like to go on. Oh, that was <laughs> y'all. Did I talk about that yeah. on the yes. Make sure yes, you tell him you don't like noodles and pluckers ain't a date. Yeah. And you ain't paying for the movies. Okay. <laughs> Tell them all of it. Because, sis, we not going through that no more. Okay. We're trying to get you married. Woo. Okay, y'all. So, Tony with the T is coming in today. And it's been a whole lot going on. And so, we just going to dive right into it. I can't it. wait to see you going to kick out the group chat today. Girl. Oh, I got somebody real good to kick out the group chat. Because y'all just be doing stuff to do things. And it bothers my spirit. Um, so the first thing we're gonna talk about summer, summer walker, unloyal. Cause you, you don't know me. Time. Um, you don't know me, bitter, um, reciprocate. Like the CD just gave exactly what it needed to give. Like summer, thank you. Cause it had me really thinking, reliving some things. By the time you hear this episode, life. though, it'll probably be a little bit old. But that's yeah, okay. But cause yeah, it's still gonna still, be number yeah, one. It still is gonna it's be number one. It's still gonna be number one because summer fucking kills her set. Next thing we really wanna talk about are okay, y'all. So I just want Jada to shut up. I, I Jada need Jada Pinkins oh. to shit. Just close her mouth and shut up. What happened? The more her and Will keep doing these interviews, the more it makes it seem like she's the man and he's the So give the us woman. some background. What happened? So, you know, the Red Table Talk first came out and we first got the entanglement. And then secondly, you know, they both came out and talked about their love for other people that they've had in a relationship. Like her big love for um, Tupac mm-hmm. and his love that he fell in love with one of his co-stars. Well, Jada just recently did an interview. And oh, wait. Will did something else? Well, Will did about... this interview, and he was basically like they put they're basically in an open relationship. relationship. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they that's been a known it. fact. It's been a known thing and talked about it. Mm-hmm. I think that you have to keep your mouth closed about your marriage sometimes and leave a little bit, you know, for us not to speculate from. Um, Atlanta Housewives, um, the Toya, her husband did a YouTube, and I'll never forget this. He said Ooh, that they, one is Toya? the one who was on there last season that was real crazy. 
You know, on YouTube, one thing her husband did a a thing and he said that he had a minister talk to them and he said, it's okay to share your life, but never show someone your bedroom. Leave that sacred because that's a place where you and your mate lay and have their personal time. Mm -hmm. And I feel that they're allowing people into their bedroom and then you allow people to give that quarter of opinion and then you got all these opinions and now you get to, your other mate gets to thinking and being like, damn, that shit is doing Damn, well, it's time I think for me that to move if on. they when built, it was okay all this time, but now it ain't okay no more. I think that they've when they come out with stuff like that for them, I think that they've built such a bond between them two that, especially in the lifestyle that they live and the industry that they are in, they have to have tough skin. So I don't think they'll allow outside opinions to permeate into how they choose to live their lives. You don't think so? No, I don't. Do you think this is giving... I read in one blog, they said this is giving vibes of them being close to a divorce. Do y'all feel like this could They might be having marital issues, issues, but they live mm-hmm. separate lives anyways. And they've What's lived... What's the point of being married? They've lived... That what works for, for them. them. That works for them. Works for them. So, they no, household. they've lived... Like, he lives in... He be in Dubai and all kind of other places doing mm-hmm. all kind of other things, walking on buildings and doing all kind of other TikToks with... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, that's her issue right but, there. Like, so that's they live issue. separate lives, but when it, I guess when it matters the most, they're together. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll allow outside opinions to dictate what they're going to do. That's true. I agree. Yeah, I but I don't think all couples about... are like that. Yeah. I they have a strong like bond. The, and the they have to have a strong bond and have an open relationship because right. that allows a lot of gotta be a strong negative bitch. energy to come in. But, <laughs> like, you have, but the other people told you in them, yeah, that shit looked fragile. Yeah, I wouldn't want. I, y'all know how I feel. You cannot be in. Is my that the one that was dating be. the pastor? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And then and she was going through a divorce, right? Yeah. And they yeah. were married. They were. They're usually. They're from YouTube. They're a big YouTube. Fan. But they're not together. No, and they were together when she got on the show. Yeah, but and then, then they got the recording. They, they got, started the movie. Yeah, I remember. But that. that's because she wants to be famous. And y'all, I want y'all to remember when I did Tony with the C like two years ago when we was that other group, but now we this group. Yeah, and I told y'all Dana Chanel was a scammer. Oh. And I told y'all somebody need to sue her. And look what happened. Dana, Dana, they're finally going to catch up with it. you and your fraudulent ass business. You out there trying to sell Jesus oil and you not sending people their products. You not helping them with what they need. I told y'all she was a scam for a long time ago. So I just want y'all to remember, I want y'all to go back and reflect on that tea. Now, next up, I just well, want to... tell who Dana is, though. Oh, we... Uh, you know, I don't want to give her too much clout, but Dana Chanel um, started off... She has, I like, liked her. T- <laughs> Y'all know I don't like people playing with people that's hurt and need reconstruction and using God as a way to lure these people in, having them spending their last of their money, and you telling them, I'm going to help you start a business. I'm giving you these products... God sent me this, and you sharing this message of God and His faithfulness, and it's true. Like God is a good per- God is who He is. God mm-hmm. is His in Himself. He don't need you to sell a gimmick, but you're really selling off of what other people's misfortunes. I just can't get with it. Um, so Dana Chanel, you and your scam scammy days, it's about <laughs> you over. Your scam scammy days. Okay, so I know this is probably gonna be a little little old by the time it come out, but I am voting Kanye West. Girl. Kim, I understand now. You, you, that man is crazy. I need to go he watch that drink champs. You talking okay. about drink champs? Yes, yes he is I a fucking nutcase. Like, sir, do you hear yourself? Do you hear your thoughts in your Maybe mind? Maybe he just Or be do you hear it. yourself and think that's logical? Like, Kanye, you was on drink champs. Shout out to Nori and drink champs. I love 
that podcast. I love watching it. And Kanye just happened to be on there. Huh. Talking. Huh. And talking too much about his private business. No, Kim Ooh, didn't want to stay. No, no. Kim did not want to stay in that marriage with a lunatic dead. Basically, <laughs> no, he said he didn't want to have Winston at home. He wanted them to, like, pick up and go off and live in different places at different times. And one thing Kim had said in the interview, she wanted a home for their kids. She wanted them to have a stable place that they called home, and he didn't want that. Mm-hmm. He talked about her SNL appearance and what she said, and he wants it to be known that she's not divorcing him. He's divorcing her. I always think that gives... Like, men who say that, like, just let your hair go. Sounding like Martell. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, my God. And, you know, Martell, you voted out, too. And Melanie with that cheap-ass blowing wig, too. You voted out, too. All y'all. I hate for people to put the inside house business on the outside. So, Martell, Kanye, and Melanie, all y'all are out the group chat. And, you know, Melanie, I ain't even like you anyway. So, they can all <laughs> work all together. I didn't like Melanie. I thought she was fake from the beginning. That's Love and Huntsville. Um... Cause they from love fucking, and marriage Huntsville. Love and marriage Huntsville. Don't you do Huntsville? What you about to say? Alabama. So don't, don't do Bama. that. Just because y'all not got the fucking nerve. Oh, don't. No. I do not like people... Melanie Holt, and I'm gonna keep calling her Melanie Holt. Like Destiny <laughs> do. Destiny, she tell on the show. Melanie Holt. <laughs> every time, and I'm gonna do it every time I see her. First of all, I just want you to. I don't think that... What is the issue that you have with them being from Huntsville, Alabama? Because it's the audacity of it all. Like, what, what's, it's what's the wrong audacity. with them? I feel like it's money everywhere. To, yeah, yeah, and it's like she do so much when she can you, just Just because you're from Huntsville doesn't mean that you can't have a big life. Or... Okay, Brittany, I'll take it back. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'll take it fucking back. Because Let you're not going to say, because like if somebody wasn't from um, um, Slidell, Louisiana, there's money there. Okay, Melanie, you're still out of the group chat. (laughs) Martell, you're still out of the group chat. And Kanye, you've never been invited into it. It won't be back into it. No, you done done. So, you know, this week, people out of the group chat. I was over him when he was... And Summer, we love you. You, Summer, you and that baby could come to Houston and see your cousins because that CD just got you a free babysitter for two hours because I love it. (laughs) Two hours. Five songs on there. I love it, Summer. Like, Summer, thank you. Yeah, and apologize for kicking her out last week. Okay, Summer, I'm sorry. The song with JC just wasn't given, but I just deleted it off my playlist, and I skipped over it. Thank you for making it number two. It just threw the flow off. So uh, you can come back. I'm sorry. I like better, too. And because oh, yeah. it was about you not seeing what Ebony said about it, right? Yeah, but she was okay with it. If you go through the yeah, and Ebony is non-existent. She was never really his girlfriend. She mm-hmm. was just a baby mama. So you know those type of women have a different type of hurt. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. So Jenny, little pink handbook. What's some advice you got for these couples out here that's struggling tonight? Mm. Or these single women that need a little pick me up? <laughs> definitely, I definitely have a pick me up. Um, recently we celebrated we. Little Pink Handbook celebrated National Sex Toy Day. Did you guys know about that day? No, but I like it. <laughs> Bitch, why? Uh, we, you know, we went to the opera on Friday, right? Right. And I have my handheld fan, right? Uh-huh. And I was like, let me bring the charger just in case it, the battery goes out. I went to plug it up. It was the plug for my vibrator. <laughs> Bitch, I was like, oh, my God, I have the wrong cord. Oh, my God, so embarrassed. Like, they didn't like, know they it was knew. a charger for the vibrator. <laughs> My bad. The, see, vibrators have came a long yeah. fucking way. Chargeable, waterproof, yeah. all, of that, all of that. So, um, yeah. So, in honor of in honor of um celebrating, we're gonna treat yourself to a new one. Mm-hmm. So, I know someone 
who's recently bought one <gasps> and has fell in love with it. What? We talked about it in the tea. And has fell I in know, love with she it. Told me. And fell in love with it, child. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> it was Tony. Because uh, it wasn't me. Because I want you to talk about it because I really want to get one. I'll tell you after. <laughs> no, I really am going to have to tell you. <laughs> Can you just say, was it a good experience or a bad Oh, one? yeah. You know what? I actually am a client of Jennifer's. So the little, I am a client of Little Pink Handbook. I actually was like one of the second clients that she have. And she's really helped me. So a part of one of my helping was that she really encouraged me to try this, try a toy period, because I had never did it. I thought all women that did that were nasty anyway. But that was just what? my upbringing. I did. It's just, I did. That's just her upbringing. That was like my she upbringing. Said, my mom, my upbringing. Like I said, my mom, my parents and them made it that sex was like a nasty thing. So my mind, they said that, that was but nasty. not a, a sex toy. Yeah, what my is- mom said nasty women. So, I, so that's what I'm saying. Your upbringing plays a major, major role, role in your sex, yeah, in your, sex your life. life. And so I became a client with her too, so she could actually encourage me. So she told me about it. We've been looking at it for a couple of months. We both did research. I found something to buy, and it was really cool. She said, "What toy is it? Was it? In particular? We'll talk about it after. <laughs> you know, because it's popular right now." Why are you gonna tell part of the story? I didn't tell. She wasn't supposed. You said my name. She wasn't gonna say. I my wouldn't name. go say her name. Yeah. Oh. Because <laughs> a part of her business is it's comf- confidentiality. I um, didn't say her name. I'm sorry. Jeez. Jeez. Because she actually has something to go with it that she would have told you if you wouldn't have said the name. Oh my. Well, um, <laughs> I don't know. How does it? How does this turn? Go? Okay. So it's not turning. Oh, okay. it's not. It's getting caught. It's the okay. Mm. So the second thing is charge your old ones. You still have to love your old ones. I still go back to my old ones all the time. You know what, though? Speaking of, I bought a like a it's just like a vibrator, but it's for your back. But I bought it from the 99 cent only store and I fucking love it. <laughs> I love it. That's the first thing I go Remember to. Remember Sex in the City, Samantha? <laughs> <laughs> and she kept Brady for the first time so that what's the name could go get her haircut because she was having mommy woes oh. and Brady wouldn't stop crying. So she put, put that, that vibrator, vibrator in the oh, yeah. and broke. <laughs> and she took it back to the store and she was like, my vibrator broke. And the man was like, like that's a bag, bag massager. <laughs> yes, I bought one from the 99 cent only store and it has been amazing. How comes- old is it? It's got to be like two years old. Oh, because my it's battery operated. It's battery and a charger. It comes with a battery and it comes and a charger. From the ninety nine cents only. Yes, I bought two. Two. I'm judging y'all right now. I just want to say that I'm judging because all of so my old. battery ones they y'all always so die. Eventually. Oh, I'm telling you, and it comes with a charger, and it was ninety nine cents, bro. That does not sit well with my spirit, and bro. I'm just trying to. Y'all, say I ain't gonna nasty. say what I'm gonna <laughs> what I was going to say then because y'all she so gonna nasty. judge me. So um, <laughs> another thing is It'll make your eyes lit up like Christmas. <laughs> Like the girl saying, Black Jesus. Jeez, um, another thing is you can put them in new places. So you don't have to just use your vibrator on your vagina. You can use it on your breast. You can use it behind your leg. I didn't even I don't know want that. it, no. Yeah, and you can use it. It's like different <laughs> temperament points. I know there are different the points. 
on your <laughs> the more she learned, the weirder the she get, bro. I understand that there and... are points on your body, but like someone doing something to the back of my knee is not a turn on. And and my you never had it before. The same way, like or... men, like the men caught for the foot fetish thing and how it turns them on. I'm still trying to make it make sense. Like oh, how well, that's... does looking at people feet? Oh, I don't know. That's a big one though. People like feet. Yeah, people like feet and, and, and foot jobs. People like yeah, foot that's jobs. A whole category. Yeah, um, how, and, people, yeah. and you can't call because what did you say? It's not weird. Yeah, it's, it's just not their preference. preferences. Yeah, mm. and you can also buy a friend one. So y'all, Christmas is coming up. You don't have friends. Me. You have friends that don't experiment. You can always buy them a vibrator or a dildo or some type of interesting toy. You could take them and let them go and buy anal beads or anything like that. Well. <laughs> Not it. You have to make sure the friend is receptive to those. Things. I agree because I'm not gonna them. be wasting my money on buying something nice for Tony and nice expensive. Uh, they have these things called vespers, and they're a necklace, right? Mm-hmm. You wear it, you can get it engraved and everything, so and <laughs> it's a vibrator that you can wear, and it just you know, it's a v- very <laughs> fashionable piece of jewelry that it wouldn't normally look like a vibrator, vibrator. but like, don't buy me that. Yeah, I wouldn't buy. I would. Those things are like a hundred dollars. So I wouldn't cook it at Walmart. I want and it's twenty dollars. <laughs> I looked up the Vespa. I was like, I think I don't want this. buy me because yeah. I've heard people like they be on Let's dates and they the just take it off and they just take it off just like the the panties, they vi- the vibrating panties. So yeah, I'm I mean, doing remote control on it. Right. I saw this lady on TikTok. Oh, yeah, I, I have that. those too. So I mean, it's always. <laughs> Damn, it's... Jennifer got a whole array of. Oh, because Little Pink Handbook will definitely have toys within the next year. She will definitely so, have toys um, within the next year. Yeah, it's always it's always something. So, hey, I'm just saying celebrate and love on your friends and love on your vagina. And then that's that for the night. Oh, I like Oh, they thing. also have men's toys. Because I know a lot of men or... Men toys. Yeah, they're like not keen on the toys. So they have the flashlight, you know, the pussy pocket just looks like that. And they have... I actually, I, it's the flashlight... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. So I know every time they talk about this stuff, the conversation would be so weird. I have it on my phone. I, I thought that part was so interesting. I was like, oh, this is pretty interesting. Yes, and they have the full full women. You can yeah, buy a it's full like a tor- body. A fake torso. Yeah, you can buy the fur. Yes, or the fake I'm the butt. I'm going to show it to man on TLC. He was addicted to it. He kept yeah, buying the butt part. You can just buy the yes. butt part. And if you I'm like anal sex. I thought or... that was so fascinating. Yeah, it's, to it's totally... Some... To watch that. Yeah, I was totally <laughs> awesome. If that's what you're into. Oh, I can't wait to text you some real, real love. If that's what you're into, then please indulge and yeah. overindulge. Pocket, pocket pussies for life, bitch. I know, right, nigga? I'm with it. I am so with it. <laughs> I want to make sure I put this in the video when I do audio for content. Pocket pussies for life, bitch. <laughs> But I am. I thought that so... was. I'm gonna show it to you, bitch. Because I these niggas be tan their pocket pussies. Oh, I know. And you know, they also have some Mind that you can beast. warm up. Like you can warm up, and it actually feels like a real vagina. And like, people just... call you and ask you for stuff like this, like where to get it. Like, yes, do you have a and lot of men? Crazy that's thing. my question. Do you have a lot of men? No, I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> it was so. <laughs> Yeah. I don't have a lot of men clients <laughs> really ask me about things. toys. They do ask me about the, you know, how to please women, but they don't have, they don't really ask me about toys. But I do have a lot of uh, toys that I think that I want men to try. And so, yeah, I'm even actually thinking <clears throat> about being becoming a toy twist tester as well. So I can, 
get free time. Tell these men that women are okay with men with y'all in a relationship if the man buys one for the woman. Oh, definitely. Oh, buys one for the woman. Yeah, I think men should. Men don't know that women will be black women are okay with their type. Be on that type of time. They are. We're very much are. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And it's I not think as men should, it was when we should buy, buy a, a toy for your woman, something that you're interested in. You never know, she might be interested in it as well. So. Very true. Okay, B, how we minding our businesses this week? Okay. Please, how are you minding? This is our last segment. We'll get to our special guest. This week, I didn't take my own advice. Please put her on the live. I don't want to be on it. No, talk please, to these please put your on the live. Okay, so I didn't mind my own business, but I really didn't think it was that big of a deal. Okay, so I follow this celebrity. Well, I don't. He's not a celebrity. He's an influencer. He went viral. Um, I'm not gonna say his name, but he was. He's known as Mr. Delivered. Because he was the man that was like, I'm not gay no more. I don't like women's. Women, wow. women, 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 women. I, <laughs> I don't Where were your masks? Okay. I follow him and like I love watching him on his lives, right? But like he doesn't, he's not consistent in the things that he says. He like will say some outlandish ass shit. He's going to have do be doing all these like crazy, ridiculous things, and none of them are ever true. Like he did open an online boutique, yes. But like he'll be like, I'm about to have a store by the end of the month, and then I'm gonna be doing pop-up shops all around the country. Um, and then I'm gonna be doing this. I don't have my own reality show, but I'm in talks with YouTube to have my own YouTube store. Studio, it'll just be some crazy shit that I know is not about to happen, and it kind of you don't know it, Jennifer. It never happens when he says what manifestation. <laughs> Girl, he been saying it for a okay. year. Oh well, manifestation don't just happen right now. What I'm saying, he's saying that it is. No, he's saying that he has it. It's not like I'm manifesting this. He's saying I'm going to be doing this. I'm going. I'm gonna have this. I'm going to do this, and that's not true because he's not doing that. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And especially about the parts where he said he's going to go live. And I was like, he said that, right, on his, this one live I was watching on Instagram. He was like, yeah, I'm going to do this tomorrow and I'll be going live. And he had been saying it all week, but haven't been, wasn't going live. So I said. <laughs> she been waiting. <laughs> the more I hear these stories, the more I want to hear her, bro. <laughs> so I said, um... I really wish you would follow through on some of the things you're saying because sometimes you don't be following through on them. He didn't address me during the live. And so I didn't think he saw my comment, which I didn't care if he saw it or not. Like, I just wanted him to follow through on the stuff that he was going to say. If you're going to go live at this time and I want to see cooking with your cooking show, then go live at that time. So I went back the next day to, like, go and look at his page on Instagram or I was wondering why he wasn't coming up on my feed mm-hmm. and so I couldn't find his page and I was like what the fuck is wrong like what happened to my page and I looked from our page mm. and I found <laughs> his profile so I realized he blocked me because mm. she wasn't minding her business I, no, he blocked me mm. and I was so hurt she was I was so <laughs> she hurt. was very hurt I was she knew hurt. him <laughs> 
Like she very I told him it weren't chicken and pie. Yes, chicken. I was like, can y'all please? I don't understand why he did this. Because you don't mind your fucking business. Because you're not following your own advice. You didn't follow through with your own advice. He followed through. And so I think that he, look. I, I think about the play where he, uh, no, ma'am, we not finna get banned if we put this on no show. Oh, you're right. Yeah, we don't okay. have no rights to them in. You already been one. Don't ban us. <laughs> no, ma'am. Not on here. He made a comment in one of his other lives and said, there's nothing wrong with your page. If it's not coming up, that means you have been blocked and I will see you in, in heaven. heaven. <laughs> ah. So, so, I'm blocked. So, you. the moral of the story is mind your business and it doesn't matter if they're a celebrity, if they have verified pages or if they're a regular person. You know, you want to be mindful of what you're saying to people on their lives. Although I don't think that it was anything bad. It was just holding him accountable for what he but said he was going to do. But that's not your job. That's not your position. But he... I'm a viewer, and you are saying you're going to do this, this, and this, and it's not happening, so stop saying it. And now you're blocked. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So you should have minded your damn business. <laughs> we be. And it was the first time, because he always be threatening... <clears throat> He always be threatening to block people. <laughs> he probably gave you So a I was tip. like, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm just going to laugh. But that was the first time because it was making me mad, him saying all that shit. <laughs> Ooh, anyway, this girl here. Okay. That's it. I'm sorry. I, I'll mind my business next time. I, I, we all have slip-ups. Yeah, I, totally. We Totally. Do. All right. Because I went and looked at two pages today. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 I looked for my business page, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> so. I sure did. We're right on that group chat page with their name right in their search engine. All right. Who are well, you? Oh that was me. We have a special guest Woo! today. Yes. We in the industry <laughs> yes. chat, y'all. Tonight. We on the industry chat. We have a special <laughs> guest about three months ago. I went on a cute little date to go see a play called uh, Shout Hallelujah. Um, it was so good, y'all. Singing, dancing, everything. If you follow my TikTok with Tony with the T, you know I did a TikTok about it. And I so enjoyed it because it was not giving us um like the little cheap play, everything. <laughs> no, because you can go to some plays and they just look like, okay, it's just a group of people up here and we just acting. It like I told well my together. cousin, come, come. No, these were actors. Like these were extra people acting. There was direction, the lighting, the set the changing of the costumes. Mm -hmm. Like, it was a great production with a packed-out show. And it was wonderful. The director is Mr. Ezekiel, and he's here tonight, and we want to bring you into the <laughs> industry track. So, y'all welcome in, Mr. Ezekiel. Hi! Hi guys. Hello, 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 hello. How's everyone I know doing you've today? been listening to all of us. Yeah. <laughs> we're from dildos to everything like that, pocket pussies. I'm oh, like, sorry. okay, I'm like, Woo, okay, I have an ear full, eye full, and everything else. So, which is exciting. Well, I'm I like, hope you okay. take some of our advice. Well, you know, I just had to sit back and just listen. I wanted to say something so bad. I was like, you oh, I'm oh, oh, Tell us now. Please, I want to hear your opinion on well, anything we said. Oh, anything that y'all said. Yes, wow, it was so much. It was oh, so much. It was so much. Wow, they went from mm -hmm. where should I start? <laughs> That's our group chat. This is I know where chat. should we start? So I mean, wow. You know, it was like interesting. You know, I'm well. First of all, I'm glad to be here. I'm, thank you guys for inviting me. Thank I'm you. I'm so I'm You're so um, elated and uh, eager to be here. Uh, you know, anytime I'm invited to uh, be part of a group chat or a podcast, I'm so excited. And mm -hmm. you know, I, I I just like to be real. 
Be okay. real with it and just be real and raw. Please so, do. Like R and R. R and R. We with it. R and R like the liquor. Everyday life. <laughs> I know, right? Everyday life. Well, you know, y'all was talking about pocket pussy. You know, sometimes a lot of guys and you know, uh try to shy away. You probably say, and a lot of guys feel a little bit embarrassed if mm-hmm. they bring you a toy because that toy might satisfy you more than they oh, will. I've had mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. therefore they probably have that blockage and say, mm-hmm. you know, I agree. damn, that dildo did the job and I can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, strong. and you know, it it's like, sense. okay, you know what? Now that makes them feel a little bit little inadequate. insecure, oh, inadequate. So now they like that. Same thing about a pocket pussy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they probably do that like, you bought dude, I bought you this pocket pussy. You you enjoying this more than me. <laughs> That yeah. something something is not right. So you're gonna get a doll, and those dolls. You know, I was in the I was in the sex store. Mm-hmm. So you're not just going peruse. You're not just <laughs> going look. You know, that's all. I just go and look to see what's in there, just to be nosy to see who's in there. And then I just pass by. Then I happen to talk to the worker. I'm like. What is this? She say, "Oh, that's eleven hundred dollars." I'm like, eleven who? Yeah, yeah. they expensive. They eleven hundred dollars. Even the torso, just yeah, the, yeah, that's part the, of that's it. like five hundred dollars. Yeah. I'm like, who but they're made this? to someone's likeness, and they're 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 sometimes they're you can build your own. One. Yes, they, people I mean, take very yeah, much attention to that. Yeah, you can build your own. For yeah, because uh, who was that on the? Bre- I don't know if y'all know the Breakfast Club with uh, DJ Envy mm-hmm. and Charlemagne. So DJ Envy, yeah, bought <laughs> no, uh, no, Charlemagne bought DJ Envy an ass one, and it was Charlemagne's ass. He made yeah you can oh, so you can get a mold yeah, yeah you get a, right a that's what a lot of those <laughs> ma- I don't know they, they, they do a lot of gay stuff on there but they're not gay they're that's what they say yeah <laughs> you know what I mean. Disclaimer. Welcome to the chat. Come on in. Come on in. I'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. It'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. It was supposed to be a joke. I'm stop being surprised now because you know you you will be surprised. Yeah. I didn't see I some mean, people because it's really shocking to me that some of the people that are coming out, not because of what they're coming out, is me. Because that's fine. It's just like I didn't think that. Like I didn't give. Well, you, you, you talking about, are you talking about Joe Budden? No, Joe Budden's gay. He's, He's bi. bisexual. But he was I mean, trolling when he said that. I'm oh, I didn't. Re- he is bi. And I, I mean, I'm happy people are more wanting to be themselves. How did it come out? I didn't, he, was on a pod, he was on the podcast. podcast. So he, he said, what did he, he, he said? He said I'm bi. But he, uh, he was trolling. Joe Budden trolled. And I don't think that's something you should troll with. I wonder what this But, is. come on, let's keep it. Right. Okay. And, you know, and, and they come out because it's been there. So now in this day and time, it's more acceptable. acceptable. Mm. So now it's like they've been hiding, hiding. So it's not, Especially look at me, I'm Sandra D. Now I can come. Come out, yeah. And you know, you have people like Little Nas X, just just raw and just let look. I'm gonna let you know this me, mm-hmm. very unfiltered. Mm-hmm. This is me. I'm not backing down just because who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let everybody know this is me. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you have to accept me or hate me. I'm gonna sing about it. I'm gonna do things about it. I'm gonna do things without zero filters. So therefore, all of my concerts, all of my appearances, I'm not going to hide behind who I am. And I think that's what's so wrong about people now they they have this blockage and they hide behind it mm-hmm. and then when it's like it's like they holding this secret in 
But you have to, it's n- number one, you lying to yourself. Mm-hmm. You're lying to the people. So, therefore, it's nothing wrong to just come out. Now, you don't have to come out and say, look at me. I'm Sandra D. or look at me. I'm Bobby Joe or something like that. You just have to be yourself and say without, you have to live your own truth. If you don't live your own truth, what happens is, therefore, people are going to look at you. When you come speak your truth, they're going to say, so you've been like that all the time. No, I'm just living my truth. So that's why I respect Little Nas X because he just stepped yeah. forth. I, and it this takes is a truth. lot of it takes bravery a lot. Yeah. and courage to do it the way he's doing it. But the um, also recently another um, another person came out and he had been with this person for eleven years. Like, so how do you? I just, I mean, I've always looked like Queen You're Latifah. About like marriage how, boot camp. No. Um. Um. Queen Latifah. She's. I've never seen who she's married to or dating, but. Apparently, this woman has been around, and I'm she like, she has. I've, I've seen, seen her, her, but it's another. So it tell me, don't fit the job. It doesn't fit the lifestyle. Your relationship doesn't fit your lifestyle. Like when it comes to the balance, you know, the aesthetics of what your role that you that you are. Sometimes aesthetically, what you want that is not fit the part. Queen Latifah. Yeah, but this guy Kumar, yeah. I think is he plays on um one of those shows, and he's very very smart on the show. I don't know the what name is his name. Kumar. I know. Anyway, I saw that article. He has been with somebody for eleven years. How do you hold back that love for somebody? And only I can only be in love with you in private. That would be my oh, thing. Oh, he, um, he's the Indian man. Yeah. Oh, yes. That would be, I did I see that. Is it like private? Is it private or is it not your business? It, it it's not. It's no. It's there comes there becomes a line when it's private and then when it's secret. I will be private with you, but I'm not going to be your secret. Well, in your industry. Because you in right. playwriting and you're yeah. out and you travel a lot and right. you are. We about to give y'all a bio. This conversation just get good every right. time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but do you think that having your partner out in the open, your whoever you're dating, out in the open, you know, like, is there something you tell your other actors like, oh, it's okay, show your relationship side because that makes you more normal or are you a person that really preaches Keep your private life your private. Work is work. In right, posts. and you know, work is work. And normally, like they said, when you bring people into your bedroom, there's there are problems. Mm-hmm. So when when you keep it separate, it's just like you have to keep your work life and your personal life separate. Mm-hmm. So why bring them into your work life? It's not that I'm trying to hide you. I don't want to hide you, but it's <laughs> it's nobody's business. And a lot of celebrities mess up, just like Jada and Pinkin. You guys mentioned them. Mm-hmm. You mess up when you try to put everybody in your business. Yes. And when people say something about your business, then you say, oh, they shouldn't be. Therefore, guess what? You put us in your business when you put it in front of us. Yes. So what yes. you have to do is you have to go ahead and some things, keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's not that we trying to, we don't want to be nosy. We don't want to be anything like that. You know, People like to be nosy. We like to be nosy. We like we like to be yeah. We like to be involved. We get excited by being involved. And hey, this is what I'm talking about. You know, ooh, did y'all see that? At the same token, you have to realize because they put it out there. Mm -hmm. But we have to go ahead and realize that these people are human beings themselves. Mm -hmm. And I tell them every any time that you want to, if you will, uh, display who you are. Always make sure that if that person is okay, that's okay. You're not hiding them. Mm-hmm. You're just keeping them separate from work and play. Yes. You're not gonna, a lot of people yeah. have done that. Just like Issa Rae popped up married, and we were like, 
I didn't even know she was dating anyone. Right, and I tell people that's not your business. Thank you, it's not your business. I mean, it's not people's business, and a lot of celebrities put, and when I look at it, I'm like, and you know, I work with a lot of celebrities and people like that, and when I look at them, I'm like, yeah, y'all, they're just regular human beings. They are. So, I mean, it's just like, oh, they doing that? That's not my business. I'm not Mm -hmm. worried about that, because here again, what that's going to do for me? This is it gonna make me hot or horny or something like that? No, it's not because that's their business. Well, while we saying business, can you tell us about your business and who you are and <laughs> what you do? <laughs> who you are? No, you <laughs> not your business like your name. Right, but right, right. Like production wise. Well, I am a uh, director, educator, actor, producer, uh, uh, acting coach. I do all of that, and you know when I do all of that, and and more. Uh, most importantly, I'm, I, I consider myself an educator. Mm-hmm. Uh, with educating, I go ahead and educate actors and I direct. I, when I direct, I'm educating. When I'm uh, educating, I'm directing. Uh, I'm coaching. Uh, um, I'm a counselor. Um, uh, so I have like several... Uh, Titles. My background. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I have a, I have a bachelor's in um, a theater. Mm-hmm. I have a bachelor's in uh, 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 communications. Which is, uh, I got the bachelor's in theater and communications together at Prairie University. Oh, yeah, right, right. PV, you know, who, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I know, right? Yeah, all the PV fans, yeah, you know, you know, yeah. It was just Saturday, set mm-hmm. your homecoming out. Did you sit yours out? I was working. Oh. <laughs> I was making that paper. But other than that, I would have been there. But it was a little bit different this year because they didn't have, like, the tailgating yes. like they normally would. Mm-hmm. If they had that, you know, I would have been there. But that paper answered the call, so I went and went and made <laughs> the paper. Now. Gotta get the coins. You have to get the coin. The coin means a lot. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, as I stated, um, I have that. Then I have a master's in theater. I have a master's in uh, education and counseling and leadership. Mm-hmm. So I have all of that. And um, I, I put that all together. And I considered myself as a drama therapist at many times because any popular, any people that have problems, what I do is, okay, let's act this out. Let's act this scene out. That because, is a part because of Because you can't see... <clears throat> You can't see the problem until you act it out and see yourself for who you really are. Mm-hmm. So when I do that, I'm like, okay, well, let's do this. Because now they realize that, and it's called maybe a catharsis that they go through. When they go through this catharsis, it's like that cleansing of oneself mm-hmm. of who they really are. Mm-hmm. Now they can see. Now they can move on and say, wow, mm-hmm. is that me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you. Now you can rectify the situation. Now you can go ahead and build upon what you have and then create worlds that you never knew existed, mm-hmm. meaning that now you can say, there's a change that I need. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's me. And, you know, I have been been on tour, went on tour um, with I'm Ready Productions, worked with several people, several celebrities, which I really enjoy. I enjoy that. Um, my directing is extensive. Um, and I started when I was very young, so, you know. I was just going to ask. Yeah. How did you get into theater? Uh, I got into theater, if you will, probably if I was, you know, you, you when you're young, you start doing these Easter speeches uh-huh. and these Christmas speeches. Uh-huh. I will never forget, I think I was at Frost Elementary uh-huh. off of Zelensky. Uh-huh. <laughs> off of Zelensky and... At that moment, I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and do this play. And I was in a Christmas play. 
And that's where I really began to really enjoy it. I was a reindeer. Uh, <laughs> I was a reindeer. So from that reindeer, I uh, that year, I moved on to Bastion Elementary. Mm-hmm. And that's where... Um, I never forget these names. You know, you know where Bastion is. Yeah, they moved it. They, yeah, they moved yeah, it. They I was at the old Bastion, by right off of Calhoun. Yeah, by Whistler by Square. Whistler, by the square, right? <laughs> so you know, um, uh, me being there, uh, you know, there was a um, there was a teacher named. Uh, there were three teachers. There was Miss Lovelady. There was Miss um, uh, Miss Gillespie, and there was one uh, kindergarten teacher who I never did have. Because I wasn't there in kindergarten, named Miss Austin. Miss mm-hmm. Austin always created these uh, play, plays, these little dances, these little things, Mayface, and all of that. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to be part of it. Not only I wanted to be, I wanted to get out of class. Mm-hmm. So I was, I started doing those things, not knowing that this was a start of something that I'd something be doing you were for, that I was destined to do. And I was like, okay, let me go ahead and do that. Then I started doing the things at church. And, you know, I never was pressured to go to church. Mm-hmm. I always go to church because, you know, I thought it was like a whole stage. It was like a production for me. Mm-hmm. Because not that only that, it was like so much going on. Not only I enjoyed it and it was like, okay, well, I always, I always was well-spoken, if yeah. you will, and they was like, oh, yeah, you what? let's do this, let's do this. So I started singing, I started doing that, and then I started t- talking to other youth. And that made me like, oh, this is exciting. I'm glad you started found doing a place. Speeches. Huh? I'm, <clears throat> I'm glad you found a place because a lot of times right. in the black community, they don't embrace, especially at that time period. I'm not going to give away your age or anything like that. But like, it wasn't <laughs> an embrace, especially growing up in the part of Houston that we're from, right. they don't embrace theater culture. They don't. And right. encourage for children black boys. Yeah, to, to, exactly. to do those things, especially for little black boys. Exactly. So I'm glad that they were, you know, encouraging you right. and allowed you to walk in your purpose. Right. And, you know, really, I, and, you know, what's so keen, what's so interesting about it is my parents didn't really did, they didn't encourage me. Mm-hmm. It was like a self-encouragement. And I mm-hmm. was like, okay, let me go ahead and do it for myself. And I've always, mm-hmm. always been self-sufficient. Like, like, let that. me go ahead and just do it for myself. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, I have to make myself happy. And I'm like, and it the was like. The fact that you know uh, yeah. that at a young age Right, at a young age. Amazing. I guess because I was raised by my grandmother mm-hmm. a lot. You know, from my grandmother. I saved my grandmother old soul. <laughs> so it was like, okay, they had that old soul. So I would go out and do things and as I walked to church, I did all of that, and I enjoyed that for me. And then that grew on to uh, me um, going to middle school and doing the same thing. Went to Addicts, oh, so I went to okay. Addicts and went to Addicts, the Apache Land. Oh, so okay. going from Addicts, which uh, you know, which was in the hood, and <laughs> I, I really love to embrace the hood because that's where it started. Because you have the most, uh, to me, you find the uh, the most talented people there. Mm-hmm. They just have to push out no, and no. They out. need that pressure right, to they need that pressure. turn into them diamonds. Right, and I was there, and I was like, I had this, uh, may she rest in peace, uh, this um, uh, teacher named Miss Raglan. She was my uh, science teacher. She was always like, hey, I need you to do this. I want you to do this. And then uh, always put me in these plays and in these things that happen. And I'm like, Miss Raglan, why you wonder? You are destined to do this. And she told me, do this, do this. So my last year there, eighth grade year, she said, I need you to audition for 
HSPVA mm. High School for the Performing Arts. She went there too. Really? Okay, yeah. great. Yeah, I'm like, okay, well, good, awesome. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, I'm like, great. I would go to HSPVA, mm-hmm. and I auditioned, and you know that it was hard to get. In. I got it. I got uh, accepted to HP Health Professions, mm-hmm. Barbara Jordan. Got accepted to uh, High School for Law Law Enforcement. All these uh, um, schools, mm-hmm. but then. The one that really stuck to me is like, I have to do what's destined for me. And that was HSPVA. Mm-hmm. So I majored in theater, did that. And um, from that, it was smooth sailing. And oh, I've been doing awesome. it ever since. Wow. Yeah, yeah, PVA is an experience. Yeah, it is an experience. It mm-hmm. is an experience. And with that experience, it is a great experience because it's a school for everyone. It is. And I'm going to talk to you after this because I have a student. I think that you may be able to help Cause and I'll talk to you after the show about that. You yes. know, the one. Yeah, why not? <laughs> she, right. Oh yes, because she's teaching him his oral. So she actually yes. got him to win the first, first one in UI. Yeah, like really? she took yeah. job. nationals. Oh was, really? Okay. So, um, but anyways, I don't want to talk about that right now. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm, a UIL, about... Ju- uh, I'm a UIL adjudicator. Oh actually. really? Yeah, okay, that. great. We'll talk so, after this. Awesome. But now we're gonna get to the ratchet shit. So yes, so. ratchet, ratchet. <laughs> we so ratchet. No, but you did say that you talked to some celebrities, and I know you do plays and all of that. And so my number one question is, like, what was that process getting you from being from Houston? And then getting in those circles, like, did you just happen to know, I know somebody that knows somebody, or did you just say, hey, this is what I want to do, and this is the circle that I want to be in? Because we want to be on TV right. real bad. <laughs> but, we don't, but we do. We really I manifest wanna. it every day. Right, right. Every day. We talk about it every day, but I always struggle with the fact of I don't want us to sell out. I want us to authentically be who we are because it's craziness right. that we are. This is who we are. Right. But yeah. is it that we just don't know the right people? Are we not in the right circles? Do we need to be in the right city? Those type of things. Well, no, a lot of people think that they need to be in the right city. Yes. But if the, I tell people always, Houston have the most talented people because they go out. And if you look at people, a lot of stars that are on TV course, now. Beyonce Where are they from? from They're from Texas. Mm-hmm. A lot of them from Houston, especially Texas, because yes. Texas have the the best high school theater or best performing artists from you know the base that they have. To me, in all of the uh, mm-hmm. in all of US, yes. But it's not that who you know. It's just like I I did a lot of stuff, and sometimes you have to do a lot of stuff for free. In order to get where you need to be. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna stop telling and, you promo and, costs. And, and, and you know, and I and I look at that and when I do a lot of things, and I'm not talking about, hey, oh, I'm just because it's it costs, mm-hmm. you know, now, but a lot of things that you say, okay, you yeah, know, I would do that for charity, I'll do that all that. And then when people see your worth and see your work, mm-hmm. now they will want you. Mm-hmm. Now they will say, Oh wow, you know, you what, let's do this right here. And sometimes, especially in this industry, you have to be you have to be like um you have to be understudies you have to be extras in movies you have to uh, you know you have get to the, make those yeah you have to make the connections and once like, you, you make those you can't just pop up and be like okay i want to be famous you know right and you can't do that once yeah. you make once you make that one connection and say and you can't be that type of person where you are oh oh, 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 oh there's oh, Beyonce yes. oh Beyonce you, yes. you can't be that 
You have to be like because they're ordinary people. Do that with Beyonce. You know they're ordinary. I'm definitely gonna do that with Beyonce. I mean, you know, you get excited, but at the same token, you be like, hey, you know what? Let me talk to you just like a homegirl. You you probably be shaking in your boots like, oh, this is Beyonce. Hold on, I don't know. But you know, you have to realize that. At that moment, you're making that connection. And then they would say, at that you know, some guys, some guys and some girls can be so thirsty. Mm-hmm. What is the definition of thirsty? Because oh, so I have no idea. Like, the lust is real. <laughs> the Ooh, lust is real. Lusting after somebody. Lusting you after somebody. Lusting after the thought of lusting, lusting, lusting. Because we never had because she says this to all our guests because they always say you are the first wow you shut her up that she always has oh a comeback oh God say and, it one more time for us lusting. lusting oh I love it and when you lust after something you lusting you lusting you lusting sometimes you get lost in your lust mm. Can you, you have can't, industry lust? Huh? Can you have industry you lust? You can have industry lust. And when you have industry lust, therefore you get so caught up in it that you lose yourself trying to get caught up in it. Yeah, and that's you, true. And, and it's like... And that's how then yeah. people become fake. Exactly. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, no, 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 no. And it's not authentic. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It's okay. not authentic. So you have to make sure that in this process, you have to go ahead and open yourself up and say, look, you know, I'm willing to learn. Yes. In the process, and as I'm willing to learn, everything's gonna fall into place because guess what? I'm 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 in that thing. This and true. once you get in there, and you're not trying to be Beyonce, you're not trying to yeah, you're not trying to be Beyonce. You're not trying to be somebody who you're not. Yeah, you're just being regular, yourself. Yeah, you just being yourself and being cordial and everything like that. If people will see you, and you never know who see you whenever wherever you go. Mm-hmm. You can go anywhere. You be like, okay, they watching me, because there are many places people like told me uh, one day, like say, well, we seen your work. I'm like, you seen my work? What you tell me? What you seen my work? I seen you work with somebody, and it was amazing. I'm like, okay, okay See, thank you very I much. Thank, thank you very much. And I'm like, okay, I really appreciate I have it because a question. yes, when you talk, because we talked about how people can become fake, especially in yes. the industry like that. How do you handle? Friends like that yes. that have, let's say they in the, they're in the industry that you're in as well, mm-hmm. and you notice that there's a change in them. How do you handle them, or well, do you address we it? Had, uh, our whole our our last podcast mm-hmm. was about friendship <clears throat> and the different avenues that our friendship has mm-hmm. taken, mm-hmm. and even right. depths in friendship and right. things like that. So yeah, we we. We've been down that job. Yeah, like when people change. So like because of the success of something. Yeah. Right. And I put it like this, uh, and you have to reevaluate that friendship. Mm -hmm. You have to say, were you really my friend at that moment? Mm. Because a friendship is a friendship. So therefore, if that friendship is a Tony friendship, is a hallelujah you're, not going, you're not going to go ahead and deter away from that because you would never forget where you came from. Period. Well, business ha- does sometimes become a wedge in friendship. It does. But see, at, in that business, you can't forget that sometimes through that friendship that we had got you to that business. Thank you. Period. So therefore, a lot of people go ahead and ignore the fact that I, you were my friend, and I always say you, you, you know who your friends are mm-hmm. because through the ups and downs, they will stick with you. You can talk to them, and then and I have a lot of friends. I'm like, yeah, I do that, and they know what I do. 
And they're still there. They accept the fact there. And I tell them that because now if that friend is that, if I'm that friend that forget about my people, mm. therefore that I'm that friend that I should never been that friend to these people mm-hmm. because now I'm forgetting about the people that really put me there. Yeah, at the end true. of the day, the industry didn't put you there. Your friends that push you, your friends that, and, and then you have some fr- uh, frenemies mm-hmm. that didn't want you to make it because sometimes you have to be quiet about what you're about to do. I agree. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and I look silence. at that right. You have to be silent. You have to shh. <laughs> let me be quiet about this because. But you if know, I feel like if you have to be silent like that, like I don't want to have to be not myself and indulge, like tell my friend, like if I feel like you're my real friend, I should be able to share something like that with you, right. like my moves with you. So if I'm feeling like I can't share shit with you, I can't right. share my moves with you, then maybe we don't even need to be friends. I ain't trying to be your acquaintance, your friend of me, your nut of It that. might not necessarily right. be a, a, a not wanting to share with your friend. What if your friend not in their capacity to accept it because maybe she's dealing with the fact that she's mm-hmm. not where she wants to be in life. That's and a you very could deal thing. with it as a friend. Right. Like, but I'm then having you have to put that type of... Why would you... You couldn't put that type of shit aside for your friend, though? Like, in your own mind. Not if you, you're dealing with a whole bunch emo- of shit. Like, a lot we got to start giving how. people grace for having emo- yeah. mental health is important. I and understand. Like, Tony just did that to me when I had asked her, like, y'all were going out somewhere. And she didn't invite me. But that was when I was really struggling. And I was like, why you didn't even tell me about it? She was like, I'm not going to invite you somewhere and knowing that you're in the mental state that you are in. Because you weren't going to be receptive to that, so she just. But didn't I tell still me wouldn't want it. you to. I would invite you just to let you know. Like I'm not gonna see you gonna see it out because you know me and Tony we yeah. gonna post it. So you gonna yeah. see it out and be like, <laughs> yeah. damn bitch, you couldn't even invite me because yeah, I know. I, I, no, I didn't care. But like, okay, so <laughs> this is what I, I want to know. You have to give people like, especially with the times we in with work life and how hard day to day life can be. Right. Being that I want to be a good friend to you. It's my joy. I'm happy. You'll find out about it later. But right now, your mental space as a human doesn't need to hear that. Because necessarily me telling you my joy might not make you joyous. It might sink you further into where you are. Just like if we would have went out that night, Brittany struggled with how she looked. I would have took her out that night and that could have been... The icing on the fucking cake or, from the slightest right. thing that could have set her off. I know my friend. Whereas yeah, I could have took I, you what out. Is true though, what right. When I took you out, that would have gassed you. Okay, beast, we have some more. Beast, I got it big. I got to. Right. We good. Right. Everybody mental state ain't like that. And I think right. as friends, we have to start learning that. My friend ain't just not supporting me. She just ain't in the capacity to support me. My right. friend didn't show up because she didn't want to show up. Maybe she's just not in a space to be a social person. Right. To come. She don't hate me. She don't like me. But she's not there right now. And when she's ready, she'll come around. Now, you fake ass hoes. Right. That's what's up with them. Right. Agree. But real right. friends expect yeah. somebody to put aside how they feel and what they have going on in their life especially if it's something major just because you want them to be present for you right then in that moment no exactly. I'm not saying yeah. like be present right then in that moment but yes, I you want are. to I'm saying I would want to share something with you and like you, like she said okay yeah different people that would if we going out and I'm like I'm not really feeling this right now I'm still right. going to go out with Tony it's mm-hmm. been times I ain't want to go out and I'm like yeah. 
Tony want to go out, so I'm just gonna put on some shit. Well, I'm you just gonna go out. Me and Tony don't go if we don't want to. But go. would you would you <laughs> feel that that's you trying to please somebody, but you're not pleasing yourself? Yeah, I I'm mean, gonna put that. Right. I'm gonna put my then, shit to the side. Then, that's rolling like right. Yeah, I'm and, gonna and put my shit to the side. And then go ahead and do what I'm gonna do for my friend. And then I'll come back to my shit when I'm when I'm done. But I'm gonna put my friend right now when they need me to be happy for them. I'm gonna put on my happy face and I'm gonna be joyous for you. Now there's yeah, two things about you it. Can do right. That. You can do that. Yeah. But, and there's a there's a uh, it's a catch twenty-two. It is. It, it is. It, it's almost like a juxtaposed position where a it's what? Like a juxtaposed, mean that. It is, but it, it's not. Oh, okay. So you probably go back and say, okay, you know what? I want to do this, but I really don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I want to do this to please her, but I'm not pleasing myself. That, yeah. So when yeah. you do that, it's like, okay, you know what? Let me tell Tony that, look, I really don't want to do this, but just for you, I'm going to do it. But so Tony might back door and say, look, you don't have to do it for me. See, I ain't going to even tell you Thank you. Yes, you did. You told me you were tired. We were yeah, I'm to go. tired. Oh, no, that- Call me one quick second. You call me Bam. and you was like, "Okay, we're going." Out. And I was like, "Okay, like I'm and then gonna when go." You said I'm tired. I didn't text you back. I didn't text you back one because if you're saying if Jennifer said she's when was tired, this? Is another time? Yeah, that's when I was talking about going out. That was the weekend we were talking about going. Oh, out. Oh, I thought it was another time, bitch. Because I'm fine now. <laughs> you about to feel some type of way, right? Oh, now you gonna feel some type of way. Now you're upset. Now you're upset. I'm fine right, now, right, bitch. Right. I respect that boundary. I know this can be tough. Taxing other people's and it's like you do right. you deal with so many people and right. you're a counselor. And like I know Brittany a counselor and I have another um really good friend that's a counselor. And because they personally know me, I say, you know, what I need, but I wouldn't mentally um tell them every everything unless like Brittany gets every, everything. But like everything, because I know y'all deal with so many people's energy, emotion. How do you cut it off? Well, Basically, that's why I don't practice it now mm. because I don't practice it now because sometimes you have to put in your position because you go home with those people on your mind. Mm-hmm. You go home mm-hmm. with that issue on your mind. Yes. Oh, yeah, Me, I'm not at that moment where I, I, I don't want to do that because, you know, I, I, I it's just like you love hard, you think hard, and you, I think hard about people because I'm such a people person. Mm-hmm. And their problems become my exactly problems, how I feel. And so- I can't separate it. Yep, I can, but I yep. can't because the the good person in me, I if I if you will, mm-hmm. the God in me, if you will, mm-hmm. will always cannot separate it because I'm always willing to help. So at that moment, it's in my mind. So therefore, even though it's bringing a lot of stress on me, mm-hmm. because I'm thinking about another person's problem. Mm-hmm. Is it good? Is it right? No, it's no, not. It's, it's not, not right, but yet it's heavy. Mm-hmm. And then at that moment, mentally, it begins to work with your mind. It begins to work with your psychosis, because here again, in your mind, you start thinking like, man, this shit is working, make, making my, you know, it's on my mind. And because it's messing with your mind, that's where that mental illness comes through. And you never think. Think about a lot of people that have PhDs. If you really look at their mental state, <laughs> they are really kind of strange. <laughs> that is they I are love re- the word you I use. Mean, strange. Yeah, uh-huh. I love the word you use. Strange. Yeah, they're really strange. And they're really different. If you just really look at... Because, you know, they are so smart, but they have gone through a lot of mentalness, a lot of stuff. And, you know, and I began to work on my PhD. And sometimes you have to take a step back 
with it because it's a lot of stress. It's a lot of I know somebody uh, mental stuff that now. you're going she through. And you and, and, and you know and you you try to wonder why. And it just makes me think about there's there was this lady, and when I was teaching high school in Lamarck uh ISD in Lamarck, Texas, there was this lady that I would see every day on the street. A derelict. She was homeless. She was cuckoo. Mm-hmm. But yet, you know, me being the person that I am, I'm like, let me go talk to this lady because she looked interesting. <laughs> Not uh, yeah, she looked interesting. <laughs> let me go talk to this lady because, you know, I'm, like I say, I'm a socialite. I would talk to anybody. I'm like, and because I always wondered why when I see people like that, what happened? happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What yes. went wrong? I Not knowing that, that when I came to McDonald's. her, she had a PhD in music. <gasps> she was a a a a a a, 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 a classical pianist. Oh. Pianist. Oh, that piano. She was just really, and she was she was just amazing. And she said, "Yeah, this." Is, and and I was like, "Wow." And you sure you she was telling the truth? No, the piano. She said wheel. she was a doctor. And she 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 was very well spoken. Oh, okay. And I was like, "Wow, wow!" And and. Someone and you know I'm like history, history. I'm asking questions, and I went and she told me everything that she had, mm-hmm. and it was like so surreal. I'm like, wow. it was she had a lot of mental health issues. It was mental health, mm-hmm. and she she was doing so much. She was doing so much she that did. over the it was information overload. Mm-hmm. It was like education overload. Mm-hmm. It was like so much coming smart. at her, and it was too smart that it brought her into her psychosis. Dang. It can happen. Like it can happen. Do you take your characters home? Like when you play play a character or create a character for your plays or productions, do you ever bring it home with you? Isn't that called method acting? Yeah, it's called method acting, but mm-hmm. therefore you have to know how to cut it off. Some and what I do is some people just right? get really involved <laughs> with it. And what I do is when I do it, I, I know how to turn it off. When I'm on the stage, bam, this is the moment. Now I have to separate myself. Mm-hmm. At first, and I tell my actors this when they do it, you have to go ahead and look at yourself as three people. You as who you are, you as the actor, mm-hmm. and you as the actor that's going to play the character. Mm. So therefore, once you look at yourself as three people, you have to know how to separate the two. Mm-hmm. I am me. hmm but then I'm in this actor that's mm-hmm. going to portray this character. So once I've portrayed this character on stage, therefore, I transform as I put on my costume. Mm-hmm. Once I take off that costume, I de-transform, mm-hmm. and now I am me. Kind of like Beyonce and Sasha Fierce. Yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, and a lot of actors, a <laughs> lot of is. actors she do that. She says that. that. Yeah. Like, she's I mean, not yeah. that person. I a lot a of question. people are not that person. Yes. I have a question. Um, Our next episode, our by ourselves, it's about family. Yeah. So I want to know what is your thoughts about nepotism? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an example. Like, just in general, would you hire family? Do you work with family? Uh, on a compound, I'll put it would. like this. If we, now, 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 let's, uh, okay, <laughs> will I hire family? Sometimes the family is the worst to work with, mm-hmm. number one. The reason why they're worst to work with, because when you hire family, it's like they think that they have to get a special privilege. Yeah. You think they have to be uh, treated a special way. But yet, me in this industry, I'm going to treat you just like everybody else. I don't want to fire you because I will fire you because you're not doing your job. I can't treat you different than I treat anybody else because at the at the end of the day this is a job family 
has to be separate than job. Mm -hmm. So therefore, I will hire you, but at the same token, when I hire you, I want you to understand that you are just a regular person just like anybody else. When Once you step home, across this don't threshold. Step across that threshold I because work with some, you know, most of my and family. then and, and then it's hard because here again, it's like, okay, you and then they, they won't do the right thing. Your family won't do the right thing. You like, dude, really? You're not doing that? Mm-hmm. So well, you know, that breaks the block. That's true. You know, the person that I was in love with, Trey. Um, <laughs> he had his own, you know, security company. And so he was talking about like how he would hire his friends and family members. And then I guess they became too comfortable with him and they wouldn't show up to work. So he would have to go and work his shift and theirs too. And because they felt so comfortable and he had to fire like everybody, all of his friends, he had to fire. He doesn't hire people anymore that he knows. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. And we're right. starting a business. Me and my sisters want to start a business. And my older sister was like, she didn't want. She was like, all I want to do is behind the scenes. I don't want to do this. You have to sign a contract. And if y'all don't want right. to do this, then we're not going to do it. And I don't want to be part of it. And I have no bad feelings. And I was like, that is so honest. That right. is why I would go into business with them. Because everybody literally sat down and we was like, this is what I'll do. This is what I do. This is what I won't do. And this is what I will do. And right. I respected them so much because so many people I go think into y'all's it. y'all's business will be very successful. <laughs> right. Because y'all you, are all three productive people. Oh, thanks. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to separate. You have to separate uh, at the end of the day. You really have to separate. Once you separate that family from the business sector, mm-hmm. that that's what you have to do. And it has to be a strong mindset mm-hmm. where you guys separate those two. If you don't have that strong mindset, what happens is that weak mindset inter, inter, intervenes. And when it intervenes, guess what? That's when all hell break loose. Period. That's when the fights come out. That's when the uh, backbiting come out. Because sometimes, you know, we are crabs in a barrel. A lot of us are crabs in a barrel. Mm-hmm. Pull each other sad. down. If something is, uh, if you if you go in high, guess what? I'm going to try to bring you down because I want to take your throne. Mm-hmm. And so that's I what a lot of people have to do. And and and, and, and that's, yeah, exactly. Now. And that's what happens. So you have to really understand that. Look, family is family. Business is business. If you can't understand that, I'm not gonna hire you. Mm. Jennifer, would you hire your family members? Mm. No, I don't like none of them. No, just playing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> fucking well. No, you would hire Kito. No, I probably wouldn't. Oh no. Oh, because I, I know my sister's attitude, though. Oh, like, I right. know, like, she can zero to a thousand. Really? Right. Yes. Kiba? Yes. No. I witnessed it when we went to Amana. I, can't, yeah. right. I can't. I was in the quad. Yes. I had never in my I've never life seen, seen her, her scream or anything. Oh, mm-hmm. baby. It could right. go down. I, but I y'all my, my only two friends I would go in business with. Oh, because wow. I know what y'all will and won't do. Mm-hmm. And I know the, the capabilities that y'all are capable of. Mm-hmm. And I also know the roles that y'all play. Well, we had experience with other friends, and that didn't work out so well. Yeah. So, so why did why that didn't work out? <laughs> I mean... Because you, you said it in the beginning. Every, everybody's work ethic is different. different. Right. And the wants... And the, the process of how you want to go along is different for everyone. No hard feelings. And They're doing also, things the way that right. they the, would like to do things and the way that we like to do things are totally different. And sometimes mm-hmm. I think we felt that we could bring those together and the friendship would hold the business together. Like that would cover up some of those red flags, quote unquote, okay. that we didn't see right. until we forgot about the friendship. Yeah. We, yeah. we so forgot the business about the friendship. Became in, it became like the... 
It wasn't a group chat. The anymore. catalyst for the friendship ended. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's where that moment comes where that friendship begins to end mm-hmm. because of the business. Because that business part takes over the friendship. Yeah. So that's what sometimes I have to step away and say, you know what? Let's sometimes you have to go ahead and take that L mm-hmm. of that business. Yes. If you want to keep that friendship. But then you have to take that thought, is that friendship worth, worth it? it? Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, damn. Is that friendship worth I it? I really think, on my part of it, I really think that I should have thought about taking that L and left the emotional part out of mm. it because I do think that cost me time in the industry because I was so hung up on wanting to prove my point right. and prove, okay, I was a good friend. Why would you do this when we have to start meeting people where they at? Right. You know your friend. You know in the capacity that they will work in. And you have to be okay with that. We have to right. stop forcing people to be who they are not and being mad at them. They were not bad people. Not at all. Right. That's their life. This is our life. Right. That's their story. This is our story. But also we have to stop faking that we can make a friendship make a business. Right. Because they're right. two separate exactly. entities. Mm-hmm. And I think I let the emotion of a friendship deter instead of thinking, okay, we in a business. There's money to be made on the table. Also, I don't think this friendship was as strong as we initially... It's cutting my head off. I'm sorry. As we initially thought it was, especially with different people amongst... Yes, in different lives. I just think it's about perception, too. Like, when it came all the way down to it, we were out, and people were perceiving it was one thing, and we... We were operating right. again another, another way, way. And but then the it look, was aesthetic. It was not getting it was in people's minds. It was getting into the group. Like it was getting into people's minds. People were feeding into that. And I was feeding into it. I ain't gonna even lie. Right. And, and I was that, feeding into it because it felt it it is a nice feeling to do what you love one day of the week. A person that you would not ever think listen to your music. Like we had hood as Man, I'll be listening to y'all podcast. Or y'all radio show. I'm a radio y'all show. radio show. Or right. I went down to going home to right, that right, year. I went right. to Thanksgiving dinner, and my uncles was like, you got a radio show. <laughs> that was a feeling. Or we were, we walk in the club, and if we on the south side, we walk in the club, they saying, oh, it's group shit. Live walking in. That's a different feeling to have. Right. And sometimes mentally, we get hung up in it. And I think if I had the maturity that I have now, which it wasn't even, but what, two years ago? Mm-hmm. I think the ending of that would have went different and I transitioned after. Because I played right. a major part in some of the tit for tat that went on at the end. Because like right. you said, your friendship. <laughs> like, I'm so glad you're able to, to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. say that. Oh, yeah, because the friendship the is like, the like, growth. Right. Right. In your mind, like, Okay, like you, my friend. Right. I expect you to be on my family. That's why I won't work with all my family members because exactly. you expecting this out of them to mm-hmm. come, and you expecting them to, you know, get any play with my mental. Right. Because I have it a question. question. So, how do you deal with it? Right. How? Do, when do you think it's appropriate? And I think Jennifer. I'm not sure if you want to be open with this, but I know that this probably will ring true to you. Yes. How do you know um, when? you are ready to open that line of friendship back up with someone after something has devastated or, or transpired, should you? has happened between you two. 
Because yes. we have a difference of opinion. Yeah, depending yeah. on the circumstance and situation. Because I have a friendship. I would love but to recount if, if, if they are, happen. if you truly are truly value that friendship, you would go back and say, okay, you know what? Let's talk about this. Where did it go wrong? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's find that moment where it went wrong. And then, therefore, you have to be honest with yourself and say, look, look, girl, look, dude, I know I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I was wrong because I did this. Mm-hmm. But now that other person has to own up to their ownership and say, okay, you know what? I took it the wrong way. I was like this. I was jealous of you because you had this. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's where you have to say, uh, now you sit down, now let's talk about this. Now we have grown into mm-hmm. the business or we have grown into the status. So once we have grown into the status, now we can communicate effectively about where, where what happened. Where did hell break loose between us? Can Do you we- think you can outgrow people? Please tell them yes. Absolutely yes. Mm-hmm. The reason why, because a lot of people do not want to grow. Mm. They have that seed there, but they not, they don't want to be watered mm. mm-hmm. to sprout. Gyms, so when you, but you have that seed, mm-hmm. and when you have been watered, you begin to sprout, and you begin to get that sunlight. A lot of people like to be that seed that's still under the soil, Never want to be watered because mm-hmm. they're afraid of the water. So they, they never don't the want the sunlight, the so they can be the victim. But yet they want that fame, but they don't want to put the work into that fame. <laughs> so therefore, that water is that fame. That sunlight is that fame. Mm-hmm. That all that is that work. The water is the work. The sunlight is the work. They don't want to put that water onto their seed to let it grow. But yet they want to envy you mm-hmm. because you allow that water to come into your life, you allow that sunlight to come to your life to let your seed grow. So now once your seed grow, they're right here and now they are envious like that. about you. So when they envious about you, now they looking at you saying, oh, well, look at her. She, now they want to bad mouth you, but why bad mouth me? Because guess what? You refuse to get water. Mm-hmm. I, have a, I have something to say on that. Um, I was just listening to what you think about how um being watered and all this like sometimes you're afraid. I could put right. I could say me, me personally. Like recently I had a whole like a conference for a little pink handbook and I kept looking at myself like, how did I even get to sit on a panel with doctors? Like I am just a coach. Like this is just like my second year. Like I was just thinking all these things and I wanted to be the seed that didn't get watered. I wanted to be the one that did, I'm so used to being with them. So for me to step right. out on my own, I'm like, don't water me. Don't put no, don't <laughs> put no gross <laughs> stuff on me. Like, look, I just need to stay right here where I'm at. And I, so I can understand, I can understand that it's not being, I can understand like, I don't feel like friends are being, like me, I don't have nothing you would be envious about. Mm-hmm. I have nothing for you to be jealous about. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just me. This you is- don't know. People no, no. find get envious and jealous about mirrors. Yeah, what are you people, talking about? They find I stuff. You may feel that way. They, they find stuff just to be envious about to. you. When you look at things like that, you can't go into your shell. If you're sitting at the table with the doctors and all that, you, your destiny is there for a reason. Hmm. You're there to be. The, you're there for a reason. So therefore, you can't go into your shell. You have to go ahead and if you're sitting at the table of kings. 
You have to go ahead and act like you are the king or act like you are the queen because guess what? I'm not going to shatter myself because I'm here for a reason. Period. So therefore, sometimes you have to, and you know, it's there was something that I look at and it says, uh, Steve Har- Harvey said it one time, you have to know how to jump. You never know what is in the ocean until you jump. Mm. And when mm. you jump, guess what? When you jump, now you are jumping because guess what? Now you know whether or not you can swim or you would drown. But if you refuse to drown, you're going to swim. You're going to dog paddle because you refuse to sink down and drown because your destiny is there. I mean, I've learned that we've been conditioned to think that failure is a bad thing mm-hmm. when actually failure only helps you grow. Right. So I feel like if you jump in there, I, I agree. She if you jump right. like a good right. fish, you should have seen it. We were right. so proud. You were yeah. sort of like a good so, fish. You were a flounder. Because she was, she really was on a panel. We, was, Brittany said, you're on a panel with a lot of doctors, Jennifer. Do and you know what she's I know, right? Do you know, right? you know it's we like I'm hearing all of this in my ear, and I'm like, right. why? Am I even here? Like, why? Because God did, said so. It's a sin yeah. that everybody he said, said well, Jennifer shall people. be on this panel. Right. Right. So, and you, you, you were there. You gave us some. See, you came to the group chat and we thought we was just talking about industry, but you didn't gave us mental health. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, um, do you think that, and then we're going to go to B question. Do you think that mentally, at the state that we're in as a culture, Right now, what's one thing mentally that the black culture needs that would help to, you know, the awareness? We see black men getting their mental together, black women, but what is one tool that we could probably use that would help our community? I think one tool that we need is stop the blaming. In what capacity? Because, like... that's a large... It's a large territory. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, know, some, some people need to be blamed, like all the Karens and all the other things Right, that are but, happening. you know, sometimes we can point the blame, point the blame, point the blame, but we're not Oh, we don't take accountability. You got three fingers right. pointing we're back not, Right. Okay. You, yeah. You're pointing the blame, but what are you doing? Mm-hmm. It's just like, I take this thing, and, and, you know, I look at it, and I try to rationalize it. The thing with the Travis Scott that happened Friday. Mm-hmm. As I was in the area, you have a lot of, it was a lot of us, black people, then there was a lot of white people, a various amount of people. But you look at it, and then you say, why we can't have anything? Then you know things. A lot of us, a lot of people mm-hmm. in general, do things, and then they say, why did that happen? Mm-hmm. Why did they cancel it? Because you made that happen. Yes. Not collectively, but you made that happen. So therefore, now we want to point fingers. Yes. Now we want to point fingers, but yet you have to look at who you are. You know, sometimes we are in the wrong. Mm-hmm. And I'm going back to answer your question with the black people. How can we as a black culture move forward? Sometimes I think that we find ourselves blaming so much instead of doing what we have to do hmm. and cover up the blame. Because as mo- as we blame people, that puts us back on the back burner because we're trying to make an excuse. Excuses, excuses are like assholes. Everybody has one. Sure some of them smell, and some opinions. of them stink, mm-hmm. some of them are open, some of them closed. Mm-hmm. But yet, when the when we have these excuses, excuses, excuses on top of excuses never solves anything. Mm-hmm. You have to be about it mm-hmm. and stop 
point of the blame. Be about that shit. Be about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what a lot of what we're doing, we like to make excuses. Mm-hmm. Sorrowful excuses. Mm-hmm. A lot of race excuses that we can cover up in this day and time. If yes. you go ahead and make that excuse, oh, they don't like black people, what you going to do about it? Make and that, that doesn't stand. mean that you need to stop no. doing what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. But you have to make that stand. Because they don't like you. Right, because mm-hmm. they don't like you. But a lot like of us go ahead and shy back mm-hmm. and just That's go ahead and let it happen. We took a trip to the opera on Friday, um, me and some of my students from my school. And a lot of them, first of all, I work in a Title I school in a not-so-good part of Houston. Okay. And a lot of them have never even been downtown. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, they were, because they were, like, taking pictures of the skyline. They was like, right. oh, my God, this looks so amazing. They mm-hmm. had never been downtown, let alone going to the opera. Right. So I, a lot of them were feeling weird and out of place for being there because they felt like, mm-hmm. I don't belong here. And mm-hmm. I told them, it's not about, you do belong here, first of all. You belong here, and you need to experience this just like everyone else does. Mm-hmm. Don't ever think because you don't have this, this, and that, and this going on, and this amount of money, you've never seen this, that you don't um, ha- need to have the same opportunities as everybody else. Right. So that is very important. Yes. Right. And, 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 you know, it's like that you, and, and that's good that you're taking them because a lot of these kids haven't been cultured like that. Oh, no. So now they're so brand new. Yeah. Like, oh, oh. And then you can't blame them because I'm like, okay, here they go acting yeah, all they country. Yeah, they can't. Yeah. Yeah. I had to tell them. They acted all was, country they like that. And I yeah. said, we don't do that here. <laughs> right, right, right. We don't do that here. Right. Just do what I do. We don't do that right, here. Right. And I, I said, look, when y'all go out here, I want y'all don't act country like y'all from the Georgia woods. You can't be I loud mean, and pointing and acting. Act country when you get back on the bus. But mm-hmm. don't be like, ooh, no. Just act, simple, act professional, and and, and that's that, that's so important that we have to teach our kids. And you know, we all are educators here, which is so awesome. Mm-hmm. We have to teach our kids in order to be that. That you can't, you know, you have to know how to act. Don't let them know that you are brand. Yes, yes. Exactly. A lot of us like. Exactly. Ooh, what mean, is that? You see that? Ooh. We have to. We have to. Uh, we've all run over to. Oh, you have something oh, yeah. else? Yeah, I wanted okay. to add yes. that my kids are my kids are deaf, and they don't get those type of exposures at all from mm-hmm. their parents at home mm-hmm. or anything. So it becomes a big weight on the school right. to expose them to every li- just the little things that you would think oh anybody you you see that like the skyline like there's just those little yeah. things like right. i have second and third grade and it's like i'm surprised at the things that they've just not have no privy to in right. life just right. like in life like they can't jump rope I thought all kids can jump rope. <laughs> jump rope. I'm, I'm so I was in awe when I found out that the, the, my can't jump rope. Right, well, you gotta teach them. Right, you gotta right. teach them. Yeah, yeah, you have to teach them. The group chat have been yeah, we let Ezekiel awesome in to the group chat today, and we thank you so oh, much no, for coming. You yeah. have really yes. now. Let me say, no, you no. really put some stuff on our mind. Definitely. You really no, got to think really, for no, mindfulness. No. November, this is being perfect. That you really came. Yeah. That is perfect. Wow. You really <laughs> set the tone. So you have been, yes, we are being mindful. So we want to for turning with the team. I'm gonna give y'all a mindfulness. Remember, y'all. Rule number one: it is 
thigh boost season. So be a bad bitch with some thigh boost on. Niggas I'm going to have them all for y'all birthday. Period. Period. Okay. Always no. remember to manifest uh, what you want in life. Your thoughts become your right. reality. So remember whatever you think you are, where you are, and who you are, that is what you're going to be. So y'all be mindful of who you are. Remember, you a bad bitch every day. Even when y'all don't feel like it, you still a bad bitch. And you a fine ass nigga too. Uh-huh. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> Tell the people where they can find you. Do you have right. uh, where right. they can find you? Well, uh, you can find me on uh, normally on Facebook. You know, uh, sometimes my Twitter is not uh, people friendly. <laughs> oh, like but, ours. Uh, my, uh, you know, so therefore, uh, a Facebook you can find me on Ezekiel E Z E K I E L uh, Easy Lovem E Z L O V E M uh, Morgan. Uh, therefore, you can find me there. And with that uh, said, I put that there because Easy Lovem. I Easy Love them. I try to love everybody and, mm-hmm. you know, and I try to open doors for everybody that I care for everybody. And speaking of that, when I love everybody, care for everybody, that opens myself up to be more susceptible to kindness mm-hmm. for everyone to bring everyone into my space. Mm-hmm. But with bringing everyone into your space, you have to go ahead and put them on a level of what space you will be in. Spoon oh. feed. How you spoon feed them, right? You got to know the spoon. You're just going to drop the gym as we walk out the Long door like handle that. spoon and a short handle. You're just dropping them just the whole mic. episode. <laughs> Get y'all some. Get y'all uh, Do you have anything coming up? Um, right now, I, I'm, I, I, I will have possibly... Uh, the next production will probably be with uh, Calvary Entertainment mm-hmm. with In My Mother's House, uh, uh, which is um, a story about a friend of mine's mother, uh, his mother, uh, her uh, uh, threshold of having the house and from her having the house to her passing, mm. which was the same guy that produced um, Shout Hallelujah. Oh. Uh, so he uh, have written a play about his mother and his family about in my mother's house, so it's uh, full of laughter. I'm not sure when he's going to produce it, but uh, I will be the director. Possibly, um, I will be part of it because I directed that show before, and I was part of it before. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be even better um, then. Um, also, and I'm looking to do some things on my own, far as uh, opening up doors to do a lot of uh, possibly known gospel plays that are out there now, some things like from James Baldwin and et cetera, mm-hmm. to go ahead and bring the, th- like, Amen Corner. As uh, soon as um, Denzel opened up his uh, doors to fences, mm-hmm. I would love to do uh, some of August Wilson's work and everything like that for the community. Mm-hmm. Because yes. I think what, awesome. what's needed now is, I think a lot of people... A lot of us, when I say a lot of African-Americans, a lot of black people, they need this theater to show family life, yes. family drama. Because representation. Right, representation. Everything. Just like Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry does some things. He he does theatertainment mm-hmm. and where it's a lot of buffoonery at, mm-hmm. at times. But yet, it has a message. He yeah. has a message. But then you need that true, true message. But it really got people it. going to the theater, though. Exactly. Because, like, people were not going right. Right. Exactly. in masses in to masses. see the Medea play. Like, right. it wasn't exactly. like that at first. Exactly. So, and he yeah. has opened yeah. so many doors mm-hmm. with, with uh, even starting when he was doing stage plays with uh, Family Reunion before he even got to television. Because when he got, before he got L.A. didn't want him. Mm-hmm. L.A. didn't know anything we know. about we, it. And he financed but so he, he financed, and what he did was he kept doing these stage plays in the South. Mm-hmm. But then he decided, let me bring this play to L.A. Mm-hmm. 
the moment he brought it to LA, they say this should be television. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he started producing, and that's where he began to make that gold mine. And I celebrate him because he's a genius at that. Yeah, we're gonna not have, that I like all of his, but you know, oh, you that's are awesome. Awesome. <laughs> you really okay. did. Thank, like, thank you. All right, girls. Any last? Um, y'all have anything else you want to add, or are we gonna close it out? No, just remember to DM us if you want to date Brittany. And oh my God! If you want to date Jennifer, too, DM yeah. us. You gotta type. She don't gotta type. So, you know. I am a pansexual. I will date anyone that makes me happy. No matter what they look like. Green, yellow, orange, man, (laughs) woman, woman that was a man, man that was a woman. However you want to be. That's not for me, honey. (laughs) Okay, go ahead, Tony. Tell me I like a little baby, so don't come in my DM. I don't know. Please do not go in my DM. I don't want to DM. Don't go in the DM. Okay, y'all, but I'm Tony B. I'm B. And I'm Jen Bunny. And we are the, the Groove Trail Live.